This is Empower You with Pam Hotman from the Hotman Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Pam provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here's Empower You with Pam Hopman. Hello and welcome back to Empower You Radio. My name is Pam Hopman from the Hopman Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 520-326-1625 or visit us online at thehopmangroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. During the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19 vaccine development and distribution, as well as cautious plans for a return to normal life, and with good reason. After all, the pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout the world for nearly a year and a half now. Yet despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. Accordingly, President Biden's tax plan proposal is probably the biggest political and economic issue we're likely to see for at least the next several months. On today's show, we're going to spend time breaking the plan down and most importantly, how it may impact you, your wallet, and your overall financial strategy. The details we're sharing today are referenced in an outstanding Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan. And before we really get rolling, I want to also emphasize that right now the Biden tax plan is just that, a plan. It will be debated, negotiated, and changed. After that, it will need to pass in both the House and Senate. And then, after all of that, Biden will be able to sign it into law. So, long story short, many of the details you'll hear today are likely to make it into the final bill, but some may not. The plan's first significant component that the article addresses is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and the alternative minimum tax. Biden's plan would repeal the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. That means the top individual federal income tax rate would return to 39.6% from its current 37%. And the corporate rate would jump back to 28% from its current 21%. This is really going to impact people with incomes of $400,000 or more. It's not supposed to impact them. They're supposed to tier it in a way that folks with incomes below 400,000 won't face increases. Taxpayers whose income is more than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. Also, the so-called carried interest loophole, which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers, would vanish. The corporate rate would jump to 28% from the current 21%, as we noted a few minutes ago. In an effort to block profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, All corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. Corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or the alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. Additionally, the Biden plan 
would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, green energy, transportation, and manufacturing. It would also boost taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global intangible low taxed income. At this point, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these tax changes may have on corporate stock valuations, and accordingly, the value of stock portfolios and the retirement savings. We avoid getting too deep into investments and the market on our show because we just don't have enough time to discuss all the nuances. But if you think your investments may be affected by the Biden plan, I'd urge you to get together with a financial services professional. The next piece of great info the article shares is benefits for both individuals and families. But before we get into that, I want to remind everyone that the Biden tax plan is still just a proposal. It needs to be debated in Congress, negotiated, and likely changed to some degree before it lands on President Biden's desk for his signature. As for benefits for individuals and families, the plan has some interesting nuggets. The plan touts new and reworked tax benefits for working families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simple tax deductions. This part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with similar savings that current deductions often provide to higher earners. The plan also proposes two credits that are focused on children. First, it would expand eligibility for the Child and Dependent Care Tax Credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low- and middle-income working families. Currently, the maximum for this credit is $3,000. The proposed plan would cap the credit at $16,000 for multiple dependents. Second, under the Biden plan, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and grow from $2,000 to $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of 6 and 17. Additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child credit for kids under the age of 6. The plan also includes an element that may affect retirement planning. One substitution of a tax credit for a deduction that current tax law allows does apply to retirement savings. The Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to a 401k and other retirement plans across the entire income spectrum. Depending on the proposal's finer details, which aren't currently known, there could be a substantial impact for high earners. Specifically, if the potential revision to 401k contribution offered a taxpayer with a marginal tax rate of 35%, a 20% tax credit rather than the present deduction, the tax savings for the present max yearly contribution of $19,500 would drop from $6,852 to $3,900. The Biden proposal calls for increased protections and assistance for access to health insurance and the President's proposed plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are intended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of 8.5% of their income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance plans. As our regular listeners know, we frequently touted the importance of long-term care insurance when it comes to your retirement strategy. So if the version of this plan that President Biden eventually signs into law includes tax benefits for long-term care insurance, it's essential 
to work with a financial services professional to find something that fits your needs. The Biden plan also includes a first-time homebuyer credit as a means to promote homeownership as a way to accumulate wealth. The plan would reinstate the first-time homebuyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize housing during the Great Recession last decade. The credit would provide as much as $15,000 for a first-time home purchase. It would be both refundable and advanceable as the time of purchase, rather than making the purchaser wait until they filed their, re their taxes. The proposed plan may also help those struggling with student debt. It would provide tax relief for those with student loan debt. It would also offer more robust forgiveness and deferral rules. Currently, loan forgiveness must be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance would forgive the balance of a borrower's outstanding debt after 20 years without socking them with a tax liability. Student loan forgiveness may in and of itself be an issue that folks really want to keep an eye on because there are a number of different proposals floating around right now that seek to address what seems to be a significant issue for millions of Americans. It doesn't seem outlandish to think that much of what's in the Biden plan may well become law, but certainly not all of it will. So other student debt proposals making the rounds may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers than what's in the president's proposal. If you enjoyed our show to get today, visit thehopmangroup.com and click on my radio page. Also be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information on what we discussed today, give us a call at 520-326-1625. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Empower You. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Pam Hopman at the Hopman Group. Call 520-326-1625 or visit them online at thehopmangroup.com. Advisory services are offered by PGH Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through the Hopman Group, LLC, an affiliated company. PGH Advisors, LLC, and the Hopman Group, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives representatives prior to implementation.